You're listening to another episode of the Fresh Takes Podcast. Here's your host. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fresh Takes Podcast. I am your host, Tim, and he was absent last week, but he's back this week. The one-time Turkey Brawl champion, the number one seed in the fantasy playoffs, the man who likes a terrible football team, Tank. You know, you know what you can you can say I have a, a horrible uh, fan, I guess, based to the Dallas Cowboys. But let me just tell you, I am back. I'm feeling a lot better. And uh, man, there was a lot of missed calls, some calls that shouldn't have been called this whole week. That I'm just going to go ahead and get it out, get it out there for the world to listen and hear. Come on, refs. Like, NFL, I get tired telling you all all of the damn time, do better. Do better. Yeah, I like how two, three weeks ago our episode was, come on, refs, do better. But they don't care. But you know what we got to say about that? I'm listening. You know what we got to say about that? I'm listening. Referees, we're sick of it. I'm sick of it. Fresh takes trademark sick of it. <laughs> we definitely gotta get that trademarked. <laughs> but Tim, uh, how, how's it been with you? I, I do apologize. Like I said, you know, like you said earlier, I wasn't here last week. Uh, they come down with the illness. Um, but how how are you doing? And how's the missus doing? Oh, uh, things are going really well. We hit our thirty week mark, so now you know we go to baby appointments every two weeks now, and any day now our child could come along. Come on, January 11th. You know, I actually have another friend. <laughs> I have another friend who's uh, she's pregnant, and uh, she was telling me she's due, I think, the end of January, middle of January to the end of January. And I keep telling her she needs to have the baby January 11th. So hopefully one of my two friends here will have, you know, a baby on my birthday. So we can only hope. That's all right. If it comes down to that, I'll just push him back in. Hey, you're ignorant. Hey, he <laughs> January 11th, you know he's going to become a Cowboys fan. No, he's not. Uh, he definitely won't be a, a Giants fan. I don't want him to be. I don't want to disappoint him. Listen, if Uncle, whatever you want me to be to him, Uncle whatever, he, he will not. He, You know what? I'm going to make sure when he's born, I come to the hospital with a Dallas Cowboys onesie just for him. Look, her family is like all Bengals fans. And I'm okay with it because of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, so I'll make him be a Bengals fan. Hey, I'll, I'll accept the Bengals. But uh, let, let's get right into it, if you don't mind. Uh, let's get in, right into the football games that we had this week. Well, don't you normally want to do your thoughts? Well, my thought was the NFL refs need to do better. My thought? Brian Dable, what's up with that uh, goatee? <laughs> I don't know, man. That was that, a little, that was a little creepy to look at, dude. I, I ended up shaving myself uh, <laughs> a, couple of, a couple years ago. I think it was 2018 going into 2019, or it might have been 2000. Yeah, it was 18 going into 19, and I ended up shaving myself. No, I lie. It was se- uh, 17 going into 18, and I shaved my whole beard except for my mustache, and I had that ni- uh, 1980s porn stash going on. Lindsay wants me to get that. 
Oh no. She wants I, me to just be mustache only. Nope. I will I know <laughs> I will not allow it. But you wanna know it's kind of weird to think? I'm listening. You did that in twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen was the year I was graduating. Because you're a youngin. I was twenty I was twenty seven, almost twenty eight. Yeah, I was just graduating. So all right, baby. <laughs> Well, I mean, we can kick it off. All right, let's kick Thursday it off. Thursday night. We had the for Thursday night game. We had the San Francisco 49ers on top of the Seattle Seahawks 21-13. to 13. Do you think it's time that Geno starts writing back? Uh, I think it's time, but I'm not – I don't want people to think that I got – jumped on the Geno Smith bandwagon, but let me tell you – um, Gino has played a hell of a year this year, um, and I really hope that Seattle brings him back next year. Um, oh, they're definitely going to bring him back. I at this, at this point, I think it's um, – I don't want to say it's fully downhill for Seattle, but I don't see Seattle going much farther. I think if they can learn to figure out what's been causing the problems, because they can't run anymore. Yeah, like Kenneth Walker is not running whatsoever. Is he still dealing with that? In um, last the Thursday night game, no. he seemed like he was fine. Well, even though he wasn't seemed like he was getting hurt, did you actually play him in your fantasy this week? No, I haven't played him like the last two weeks, two weeks or three weeks. Are you thinking that you should uh, possibly start him soon? Or like, uh, wait, you're, you're going to win this week, so you'll be. Facing me next week. Yes, sir. You and me, divisional round. Winner goes to the championship. Um, I honestly well, don't know. I don't know who he's playing next week. Uh, see, he plays Kansas play... City. I don't know about that. Yeah, I, personally, I'd bench him. Actually, if I was you, I would just drop all your players. Just yeah, keep, that's three, so. keep, keep three of the players that you want because we, we're in a keeper league. Just keep three of the players you want and drop the rest and – uh just go ahead and call it quits. I mean, well, it's a four man league, so I mean, uh, a four man league. Okay, so keep four players that you want and just drop the rest. I mean, I that, it's that's looking my, that it's is looking my, like an uh, Alvin Kamara, you know, Aaron Jones. Well, I'm just saying, you know, as my perk this week, you know, like Pat does, uh, this is my perk to you is go ahead and just drop your whole team. Yeah, I, I think I'll be all right, but thanks for asking. <laughs> But do you have anything else on that game? Uh, Brock Purdy looking great, as always. Yeah. Um, CMC also. Yeah. Um, shoot, where is it at? There it is. Brock, I I think that he has a team. If, if he can have a team truly built around him, I think he could actually do great. Um, I do see him being a – one of the top elite quarterbacks one day, but not right now. Um, I could see it. He definitely looks like he's going to be a good quarterback, but I still think that they're going to go with Trey Lance next year. Really? Do you think yeah. they keep Brock, or do you think they get rid of Brock? Well, Brock's a rookie, so I'm pretty sure they're going to keep him. So let's see. Brock was 17 for 26, 217 yards. Two touchdowns, zero interceptions, one sack. His uh, rating was a 117 even. 
uh, compared to Gino, who was 31 for 44, 238 yards, one touchdown. He was sacked three times, and his rating was a 90.9. Um, looking at the looking at the two and the stats and everything, Brock, you know, played the better game. I, I'm not saying Brock again. I'm not saying Brock is a bad quarterback because he's not. He's a he's a great quarterback, and one day I feel that he will be a top elite quarterback. Not right now. Give him a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, I think for now he's looking really good, but there's always, you know, the sophomore slump. So who's to say he's going to look good next year? True, true. So, but, I mean, yeah, I think he looks good now. Well, I don't have anything else on that game. I would say I'm good. The Saturday games, though. Do you want to get right into the first uh, the first game on Saturday, which, of course, I'm not too happy because it ended in an overtime. But I do have a lot to talk about. Do you want to get yes, the first Saturday game, the Minnesota Vikings on top of the Colts in overtime. 39 to 36. Do you want to do you want to start with what you want to say or do you want me um, to? So I didn't really watch. I watched the first half of the game. When the Colts went up 33 to nothing at halftime. But I was so pissed off that I had three Colts players and had a total of six points. So I took a nap because I had just gone off work. So I didn't catch the whole entire thing. But uh, I mean, I was a little upset with everything. But then I heard it was an incredible game after. So I watched it middle of third quarter to the end end of the game. And uh, I was like, "Holy crap!" It was it. Did, it actually turned out to be a really good game. Um, Minnesota is now in the record books as the only team that has the biggest comeback in the NFL season, which is thirty six points now. Um, I think what was it back in the nineteen seventies is when that other record was. I can't for sure remember, but. Uh, my question is, and yeah, people when I've when I've asked other fans out there, they're like, "Well, it's the Colts." I I, I don't want that answer. So so Tim, please don't give me that answer. My question to oh, you is, I don't though, think it's is, the Colts. What happened to what happened What happened to them? If they can go up thirty three nothing in before at halftime, what the fuck happened in, in halftime? Did you all just all right? Let's go get on the bus. Let's you know, let's take some. Uh, What's that thing in, in Turkey that makes you sleepy? Oh, the, I mean, what happened? Tryptophan. Yeah, tri- Tryptophan or something like that. <laughs> Tryptophan. <laughs> Whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> no, um, I can tell you, I think the problem is the coach. Do you really expect Jeff Saturday to be a good coach? I mean, I don't see him being a bad coach, but I don't see him being a good coach. I, I don't think he's a good coach at all. Didn't we look up where he came from and all that from uh, coaching? Some high school that he did real terrible at. I was gonna say, yeah, I think I think that's what we looked at a couple when he first debuted. Um, I don't know. It's. 
I'm just it, it, like you said, it is the Colts, but it's pathetic. I honestly don't think that an answer is it's the Colts because the Colts have been a good team. There's just like you know one or two areas that they need to focus on. So, um, I, I mean, I don't know. Minnesota, like I'm, uh, Minnesota feel like they don't. They're just like an Eagles. Like they don't have. They have great wins, but they also like. I don't know that their their record is great, but I don't feel like they've been playing like a very top tier ish team. If that makes any sense, I would say they have really good players. Another problem is you know. Jonathan Taylor injured every single week. Shaq Leonard played what three games this year, four games, something like that. I think that's their biggest problem. And now, isn't he uh, Taylor out for the rest of the season? Yeah, apparently, there's spring? talk that he'll be out the rest of the season with a high ankle sprain. Yeah, so I mean, let's see, uh, Matt Ryan. He was 19 for 33, 182 yards, one touchdown. Uh, he did get sacked three times compared to um, Kirk Cousins, who actually leads the league this week. Um, he had he was 34 for 54, 460 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. I mean, he did get sacked seven different times with a rating of 99.3. But, I mean – if you are a Colts fan, or honestly the Colts defense, and you look at everything that happened, you're pissed. The Colts defense played their heart out. Yeah, I will say that, yes, I agree. And then the only other thing from that game that definitely needs to be talked about, what is up with those ref calls? Again, at the beginning end of the episode, I said, what the hell? I mean... Come on, refs. I, I I get sick and tired of telling you all each and every single week. The, the, the calls are horrible. They're calling there was three call play deads that the uh, Vikings would have scored a touchdown on for defense. There's that fumble that they ripped out of Michael Pittman's hands that Michael Pittman was still fighting for yards. I don't know why they called it dead. Then there was another – wasn't it a strip sack on Matt Ryan? I think there was. I can't and remember. They called that dead. The refs were just screwing the Vikings the entire game. You think you think there's uh, some betting going on? I don't know what it is, but the refs need to figure stuff out. There's apparently a petition for the entire ref crew in that game to just be fired. I mean, I'm down for it. I was going to say, give me that petition. So, but I. I don't have anything else on that game if you want to go to the next game that you'd like to. Yeah, the second game of the four the Saturday games, the four o'clock game, the Baltimore Ravens losing to the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, that score was 13 to 3. If anybody didn't catch it, again, it was 13 3. Baltimore losing to the Cleveland Browns. Ah. Look, I say it every week. Great. Greg Roman. Greg Roman needs gone. How how do so, you notice that your running back team is putting up a hundred yards a game and you don't use them in the fourth quarter? 
because it again is Greg Roman. And then thinking that if you put four receivers together, that one of them has to catch the ball. Yeah, it, that was stupid. And another thing isn't you, that's your brother that were that uh is a Baltimore fan, right? Yeah. All right. So he brought up a good um good thing, or not really a good thing, but he brought up that um, there was a uh, press conference today at three thirty, and we were all all hoping and praying that it was for Greg to be fired. Um, that didn't happen. So my no Harbaugh stuck up for him. So here's my question: Do you think Harbaugh gets fired at the end of the season with Roman? I don't think Roman gets fired, but I think Harbaugh gets fired, and then whoever comes in and takes over fires Roman. Uh, I mean, I'm okay with it as long as Roman gets fired. I just, it's. Yeah, I think if Harbaugh gets fired, whoever comes in, he will fire him. Do you think Harbaugh, if he gets fired at the end of the season, do you think he starts uh, as a coach somewhere next season? As a head coach, no. Maybe as a coordinator. But I think two, three years, he could have a chance of being a head coach again. I can see that. Or maybe he goes down to college with his brother. Oh, the Harbaugh brothers coaching together. Or what if cool. what if Jimmy then goes to Baltimore? <laughs> uh, John loses Baltimore and Jim goes in. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't see that happening, though. The GM's just like, John, sorry we have to do this, but we're going to have to release you. Hey, but for no other reason, do you have your brother's phone number or something? <laughs> um, just like well, no particular reason, but you got your brother's number. Yeah, it's uh no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but no, it, uh, Greg does need to be fired, and I mean, you and I've been talking about that since the beginning. Uh, certain podcasts and everything. It, it's time. It really, really is time. Yeah, they, they need to move on from him. And if they don't, they're just going to screw themselves. So, but I don't have anything else on that uh, on that game except for um, Ravens are pretty much downhill. They're not – I don't feel like they're making playoffs this year. Well, there is a yeah, way to make playoffs. They're, they're, okay, they do have a chance, but I don't see them making it. Uh, they have a very good chance. They have to beat the Falcons next week and the Jets or the Patriots to lose. Watch, this is going to be the one time that Marcus Mariota leads the Falcons to two. Mariota has a knee injury. Oh, so they're not – oh, that's right. Yeah, so, Desmond Ritter played. That's right. I totally forgot about that one. Yeah, so all all that needs to happen is a Jets loss and a Ravens win or a uh, – Patriots loss and a Ravens win. And the Jets, I think they play Seattle. No, Seattle plays Kansas City next week. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who the Jets play. The Jets play the Jaguars. And then the Bengals play the Patriots. So I think if Baltimore wins, they're in. And they're home. They're home against Atlanta. Yeah. Apparently there's there's probably going to be a bunch of boos whenever Greg Roman takes that field. Oh my gosh, more than more than I think there might be even snowballs. 
because we are <laughs> we are uh, expected to get some snow this weekend. Well, since you said it, speaking of snowballs, let's get right into that game. Yeah, Saturday night we had the Buffalo Bills taking on the Miami Dolphins, and the Miami Dolphins, even though they have the fins up, came short. Bills thirty-two, Dolphins twenty-nine. Which I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you, if that defender who caused that pass interference late in the game was like a minute left, he turns around, he's picking Allen off. Well, not only that, my biggest issue in that game is the uh, tip of the ball. Okay. According to, I don't know what subsection, I don't know what chapter, I don't know what anything in the rule book of the NFL handbook says, but it does say that as long as the tip, I mean hairline tip of the ball crosses the, the goal line, it's a touchdown. Okay, that's that's fine and dandy. But at the same time, I don't like that. I think it's stupid. And I don't think that um, Allen was in. I, I, I really don't. Oh, I, I honestly, in my opinion, think that that should have been a fumble. No two-point conversion, like, successful. And it should have been Miami's ball, you know, just on the regular kickoff, and they're up by two. Yeah. And at that point, Mostert runs all over Buffalo, and I think Miami wins. Miami was robbed of that game, and it's sad. Yeah. So, what is Miami's record? Do you know anybody's fighting chance? I think they're eight and six. And you said they were going to finish nine and. I said nine and seven is what they would end. Nine and seven. Which I still think that's quite possible. Yeah, they're at eight and six, and they have. The Packers, Patriots, Jets. Actually, no, they are probably going to go eleven and six. Going eleven and six compared to your nine and seven. I don't know. Look, it's the Jets. Which I mean, they got stomped by the Jets last time. And they're gonna come out like pissed. Uh, they got the Patriots, which that's who they played the very first week of the year, and the Packers. And if the Packers don't look good tonight, I don't think they're going to look good next week. So okay, I'm, I'm I'll go with nine and seven. I'm not, I don't I don't see or nine and eight, whatever you want, whatever it is. Oh yeah, they're I'm say they're eight and six. So I, I give them ten and seven. Ten and seven. Seven seven, but they're they're making playoffs. Yeah, well, that was one of the questions for the fans out there. That I don't, I don't think we got a lot of responses. I don't think uh, we got any. Uh, who they think from the bubble side is going to make the playoffs? And uh, what was your, what was your AFC and NFC? Um, I didn't even really pay attention to the NFC. I completely forgot. But I think AFC: Dolphins, Ravens, Chargers. Dolphins, Ravens, Chargers. And then I think that the NFC could honestly be Giants, Lions, Seahawks. Lion, I feel the Lions are going to get in. Say, I think the Lions are coming back. Yeah, and we'll get to that game later. Um, but 
I think it's honestly going to be the Jets or the uh, – If Mike White can't Mark. come back, no. I, per- I don't know, man. I think if they would – yes, Mike White, but at the same time, I think Flacco needs to get put in. Say, if they have the rock with Zach Wilson, they're not getting in. Oh, yeah. So, but I don't have any other things to talk about on the Bills Dolphins game. If you'd like to, uh, the only other thing in that game was in like the first quarter, the refs got on the intercom to let everybody know that if they kept throwing snowballs <laughs> at the Dolphins player, there was going to be a 15 yard penalty on the Bills. Yeah, I remember, I remember that's because McDaniels went to the ref and asked them to make an announcement. Yeah, it was. That's funny. I I feel it's really funny about that. Well, I mean, I kind of get why he said something. Because that one play where Tyreek dropped the ball in the end zone, when he was getting up, he got poked it right in the face by a snowball. See, I didn't really watch much of that game. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I watch. I'm pretty sure I watched all of it. And, yeah, he got up and got literally pelted right in the face. That sucks. Yeah, so that's why they were saying stuff. So, but yeah. um, like I said, I don't have anything else on that one. If you'd like to, go yeah, yeah we can jump to the one o'clock games. What what game would you like to talk about? Well, Actually, since, can we well, go ahead and get rid of the one the one game? <laughs> I know, I know. I'm you about know to pull. Is. I'm about to pull you. No, I want to save that to the end. <laughs> All right, well, we can save it till the end. Now, if you want to get it over with, we can go ahead and get it yeah, over let's with. I can get over that. I'll, in fact, I'll even let you take the reins and say it. I'm about to pull a James Draws for you there, buddy. Cowboys, what happened? <laughs> oh, how did you all even stumble upon him? Dude, he is like the greatest TikToker ever. I don't, I I don't, I think I've never never seen his uh stuff until I uh got in that group chat with you all and I've seen it from there. But um what happened? Well, to- he's a Cowboys fan, so he won't post them. Oh, really? He's a Cowboys and a Chiefs fan, so well, he'll he- never post though what happened for the Cowboys. That's my boy now. Like my But he also Luke. said that he likes the Giants, but he posted one about the Giants. Well, uh, he's just a uh, I don't know. Maybe he was just trying to give respect to Daniel Jones. I think it's the fan bases that he gets off of for his TikToks. He'll do it. But I don't know, man. He's got some pretty funny ones in there. Yeah, he does. Like I said, I'll I'll agree with it. But yeah, let's let's go ahead and get rid of that game. It was a final in overtime. (sighs) The Jaguars over top of the Cowboys forty to thirty four. Who dropped that pass? Um, was that Ty? Pretty sure. No, no, Ty didn't didn't suit up. Um, um, Brown. So was it, I would say was it Noah Brown then? Because that's sure who I thought Noah it was. Brown. I'm pretty sure it's Noah Brown. Dude, I like, I'm almost. I like looked away. It was for a him. second. It's him. Yeah, I looked away for a second and I looked it up and I was like, what just happened? 
They were playing with, honestly, and this is my my opinion. They were playing with their heads up their fucking ass. I don't care. We can get canceled um, for a week. We can get suspended for me cussing like that, but I'm sorry. <laughs> it, yeah, it, that, I looked it up. It was Noah Brown. Um, I mean, I don't know. Um, last week you had uh, mentioned that you know Dallas was 17 and 0 with Zeke running 15 or more times. Well, this game, um, I would say, I think that broke it, didn't it? Yeah, they had he had 16 attempts for like 54 yards, I think it was, and they're now 17 and one, of course. Jeez, R.I.P. Um, right, Rayshon Rayshon uh, Jenkins, who intercepted uh, uh, Dak on a 52-yard interception in the overtime, taking it back to the house. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, let's talk about him real quick. He had, well, hold on, I want to go back to Rayshon. Right, Did you ahead. know that he is the only player to ever record 18 tackles and two interceptions in one game? No. That only player to ever do that since they started recording tackles in 1970. They used to not record tackles until 1970. Oh, wow. I'm saying I found that I, out whenever I, that stat was posted. Yeah, I didn't know about that. But uh, let's get right into it uh, with Trevor Lawrence. He was 27 for 42, 318 yards, four touchdowns, and one interception. Trevor Lawrence is uh, – Making me eat my words because I said that he wasn't, you know. Uh, well, didn't he also have a fumble? Uh, yes, he was also sacked one time. Yeah, but I mean, he, even with that the sack and a fumble, I mean, he, he's still he's still third. Um, this week with the most yards behind Kirk Cousins and uh, Mahomes, but let me just say. He's making me eat my own words. I, you know, said that he was not a good quarterback at all, but he's starting to prove that he's actually a decent quarterback. Dude, I told you he had to get out of where he was at. Like, with Urban Myers, he was terrible. But with Doug Peterson, he looks like a really good quarterback now. I, and they're actually back in the hunt for – playoffs which i think and i said it last week in the podcast by myself i think that they could take the division yeah tennessee keeps losing jacksonville keeps winning i think that jacksonville could take it and i said at the very beginning of the year when we were doing the podcast i think that jacksonville could sneak in they can sneak into the playoffs but they're not they're not sneaking into the super bowl no, nah, I don't think Super Bowl. But what did I say? The beginning of the year, the Jaguars and the Lions were playing like playoff teams, and I could see them sneaking in. And both of them are about to make it in. Yeah, you did say that. But also you said that it was going to be um, – at what week was it? Week three. Three, four? That, oh, we sold the – we've already seen the Super Bowl. Look, the Jaguars looked amazing that game against – the Eagles, who again, I still think the Eagles are going to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, let's, just, let's hope that Dallas can win next week. 
say I think it's Eagles. Uh, I want to say Buffalo, but with how they played against Miami, they don't look like they're ready. Chiefs, Chiefs don't look like they're ready. I think the Bengals could come back. Nah. I think the Bengals could make it two years in a row. All right, we'll see. You want to put money on that one? I'm not putting money on stuff. <laughs> you have a gambling problem. I do not have a gambling problem. For anybody out there, actually, that does have a gambling problem, um, I sympathize on you, and there's always help. Uh, I, I know each state has a Gamblers Anonymous tip line or hotline. We, Call 1-800-522-4700. Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I don't want anybody to think that I, I condone gambling and stuff like that. But if you do gamble, gamble a little bit. But if you have a true, legit gambling problem, I, I recommend seeking help. Look, I know this is a little off, little off topic, but I want to talk about something on gambling real quick. Did you see about the guy with the seven-leg parlay? No, I didn't. So there was a better who did a seven-leg parlay where he guessed that Kansas City would win the men's basketball championship, which they did. He betted that Golden State Warriors would win the NBA championship, which they did. He betted that the Colorado Avalanche would win the Stanley Cup, and they did. He betted that AC Milan would win the Italian Series A outright, and they did. Okay. He betted that Los Angeles FC would win, and they did. He betted that Man City would win the English Premier League, which they did. And he betted that France would win the World Cup. Well, the day France. before the World Cup, he second-guessed himself and and just cashed out. And he got $287,000 for cashing out, and France lost the World Cup. Uh, that's a good, good, gutsy call. I mean, when your gut's telling you something, you always, I always say, believe your gut instinct. Which, if he would have won, I think it was $566,000 that he would have got, but he cashed out and he got 287000 instead. And I France wonder- lost. Wonder what his uh, takes are on uh, the Super Bowl odds this year. I don't know, but we had to jump into another one o'clock game and get back on track. Yeah, the Which Falcons losing to the Saints. Yeah, the Saints on top, twenty-one to eighteen. I actually didn't see much about this game, but let me tell you, um, from the score, it looks really good. I know that the Saints were up a good bit to begin with, but the biggest thing that I take from the game is Dennis Allen said that they're going to start using Alvin Kamara a lot more, and they were going to make him be that playmaker that he used to be, which with Mark Ingram being out for the rest of the season, they kind of need Kamara, and Uh once again, they barely used him. Yeah. Uh, I will say um, Taysom Hill scored uh, through a touchdown. Yeah, but Jawan Johnson, two touchdowns in that game. Yeah, um, I was I was going to bring that up actually. It's in my notes that I want to bring up. But uh, Jawan Johnson, he had a multiple touchdown game. Um, I don't really know much about this player. Do you? Um, I know that he is a he was like a big tight end for the Saints, 
but then he was injured like the last three, four weeks, and they were struggling without him. But now that he's back, you know, they're winning again. So, I mean, that's all I really had on this game. Well, Tyler Algier for the uh, the not the Colts, the Falcons, 17 carries, 139 yards, and one touchdown. But here's the biggest thing out of that game. Desmond Ritter, first game of his NFL career, and he goes 13 for 26 for 97 yards. With a rating of 59.3. And got sacked four times. But he didn't have any interceptions and he didn't have any fumbles. But it's the Saints defense. It's I, I, I'd rather him go out there and have no interceptions and no fumbles. But at the same time, I, I get where you're coming from. I just, you know, do, do you see where I'm coming from, though? I don't think that Desmond Ritter is going to do good for them. Okay, so where do you think he should go and be a good quarterback at? Or do you think he's going to be one I just, of the better bench quarterbacks? I'd say I just think that he's going to be a bum bench guy. A bum bench guy. <laughs> yeah, a bum bench guy. I say I don't really see him really doing anything up for that team. Uh, I mean, I don't see Mariota doing anything for that team either. Yeah. yeah. But hey, got a quick question. If you mind me asking real quick, um, the one referee, his name was Ed Hockley, right? I don't know any refs' names. The only oh, one I know is Jerome Boger. Because uh, I was going to say that there's a referee for tonight's game. Sean Hockley, and I'm wondering if that's Ed Hockley's son. But let's get back into the games. Philadelphia Eagles on top of the Chicago Bears, but in another close game? And 25-20 with Eagles on top. Let me tell you, I legit thought the Bears were going to be able to pull it, pull it out. And I did too. And I was actually rooting. I think I texted you. Yeah, you texted me saying, let's go, Bears. Sorry, okay, so I couldn't remember if I snapped or texted you, but yeah, I was actually rooting for the Bears, and I legit thought the Bears had a chance. If it wasn't for Jalen Hurts constantly running the ball like he always does, I think that the the Bears could have done it. Yeah. So I mean, um, did you see the the sideline catch by AJ Brown where he stayed in bounds? And then I he, saw the clip of it. So he he caught the ball at the side or the uh, sideline. Stayed in bounds and made it all the way down to the ten yard line. Um, AJ Brown it, with AJ Brown and Smith at, at, as the wide receivers for Philly, I feel they have like a a, a one two punch duo. You remember how we were talking about that a couple weeks ago? Yeah, I, I really think those two are knockout as the wide receivers. Another thing that I saw was. Um, Fields, he almost got – it was a second and 20 seconds. Uh, yeah, sec, 20 – my gosh, dang nabbit's mother. <laughs> it was second down and 27 yards. I did see that play. Where he got – he almost got sacked, and then he took off running and still scores a touchdown on that? Nah, he was out of bounds. Oh, he did – he was out of bounds? I thought he Yeah, they, they called him out of bounds, but then David Montgomery ran it in. Okay, my fault. But um, I will say, in just 13 games – Justin Fields is at a 1,000-yard rusher. All right. Quick question. Um, let me look it up real quick if you don't mind. Oh, shoot. I had it. No, I can't find it. Justin Fields. 
Okay, he has, which I will say real quick, Jalen Hurts isn't even a 1,000-yard rusher this year. Jalen Hurts has 747 with 13 touchdowns but five fumbles. So, do you know how many touchdowns he's ran for? Fields? Yeah. No, I didn't pay attention to that. All right. Because I was going to ask you, who do you think is going to end the season at the regular season, not playoffs, regular season? Who's going to have more uh, running touchdowns, Hurts or Fields? Well, Fields has eight rushing touchdowns, and Hurts has 13. And Fields has played, I think, one game less than Hurts. So yeah, I'm gonna. I agree with you. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Uh, but Fields hurts. has ten interceptions. I mean, Fields I mean, has, wow. Fields has nine fumbles. Oh wow. Yeah, but uh, watching that game back, I think Jalen Hurts is losing his uh, MVP race right now. I like if last week. Everybody thought that he was the number one for MVP because he destroyed the Giants. But I think after looking at this week, I don't know if I'm putting him at number one again. I can see that. There's one person who I think should be number one in MVP votings right now. And who is that, sir? Joe Burr. Really? Yeah, give it to the old Joe Shiesty. I think he's MVP right now. All right, we'll talk about that a little bit later. I say, I think it... I mean, if you look past the very first game against Pittsburgh, Joe Burrow is the top quarterback out of everybody right now. Uh, my yeah. biggest my biggest thing with Joe Burrow is Jalen Hurts, yes, he throws a lot, and he gets a lot of uh, yards and a lot of touchdowns. But is that Hurts, or is he throwing the ball to A.J. Brown and A.J. Brown's doing it? Or even throwing it to Smith. Well, see, and he didn't start using Smith until, like, the last three, four weeks. Like, there was games where I had Smith on my bench in fantasy, and he's getting, like, eight, nine points because Hurts isn't throwing to him. So do you think Smith is getting getting upset that Brown's getting all the balls right now? No, I think that they're trying to, like, welcome in A.J. Brown. I think next year it'll be different. Now, is he staying with Philly, or do you think he's going somewhere else? I don't see why he wouldn't stay with Philly. This is his second year. Well, I mean, I didn't know how many years he had on his contract. I'm pretty sure all rookies get four-year contracts, and then they ask them for the fifth-year option if We're they're a first-rounder. I'm talking about, uh, what's his name? AJ? Yeah. Well, AJ signed like a four-year extension with him at the beginning of the year. Oh, see, I did not I don't recall that. Yeah, so, yeah, AJ's going to stay there. Oh, okay. My fault then. But I think, and like with Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes throws to his running backs or Travis Kelsey. I think Joe Burrow spreads it out. And even with Jamar Chase, his number one receiver, getting injured, he was still throwing a lot of yards and taking his team to victories without Jamar Chase. Well, we'll get into Jamar, or uh, Jamar. We'll get into Burrow later on um, because there is something I want to talk about. Yeah. Oh, I have a lot to talk about with that game. No, ma. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, do you what, what game would you like to actually? Not even ladies and gentlemen, but 
Tim, what, what game would you like to go into now? Uh, I think that we can go ahead and just quickly cover. Oh, well, we only have like what two more one o'clock games? One, two. Was yeah, the we, li- I thought the Lions and Jets was up. Yeah, we have the Lions and the Jets, and then the Chiefs and the Texans. That's it. And the Steelers Panthers. Oh, the Steelers and the Panthers. Well, let's quickly just cover that one because that was a terrible game, I, I would say. Yeah, Steelers on top, though, 24 to 16. Um, I will say uh, Sam Darnold is getting the start. Well, they only have PJ Walker out. That's, you know, with them. No, I'm just saying they. Uh, they. Are you a Sam Darnold fan? No, I, I think I've asked you that beginning. Before. Yeah, I said from the beginning. I don't. I don't care for Sam Darnold whatsoever. I was gonna say I thought I had issue. I couldn't remember, but um, uh, I will say that Sam Darnold just—I don't know, man. I thought he would do something this year, but I guess he's not. No, I I thought that he looked good his first two games because he played bad teams. But I honestly don't think that Sam Darnold is a good quarterback, and I think that's the reason he got traded from the Jets real easily. I mean. I can see that, but at the same time, when I mean, when up in the Jets, he didn't really have anybody, and I'm not, I'm not trying to defend him. I'm not trying to give him excuses, but I, I just feel like he didn't really have anybody. Does he really have anybody in Carolina? I mean, the only one I, I can really truly think of is, uh, what is his name, DJ Moore. I mean, if they, if they actually use Terrence Marshall, I think Terrence Marshall is a good receiver because he had that ginormous catch in the game. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't know. Uh, I'm going to just say this. That was a total passive interference on Ramsey, and the refs did not call it. Oh, I'm not there yet. Well, I am. I saw that uh, A.J. Dillon was, and I was upset that it's not Aaron Jones. But, you know, the only other thing I have left in that game is, I don't know if you saw it, but did you see the unsportsmanlike call on Marcus Allen? No, I did not. Okay, so it was fourth down for the Panthers, and they were getting ready to punt. And I think it was the end of the third quarter, so they were going into the fourth. And they, you know, go into the commercial break. Well, during the commercial break, Marcus Allen took it upon himself to jog over to the Panthers' sideline do a dance, and then get in their huddle. What the f- So they called unsportsmanlike on him and gave the Panthers a first down. Wow, I didn't see that. Yeah, and Mike Tomlin, after the game, claims he never saw what happened, and that's why he didn't say anything to Marcus Allen afterwards. I'm not saying Tomlin is uh, blind, but Tomlin has to be blind if he didn't see that. I would I say, mean, how do you just claim you didn't see that happen? So, I mean. I would have been ripping into him for something oh, like that. Me too. I would have I would have yanked that uh, face mask. I mean, I've seen. Remember when Bill Cowher was the coach? He would get in. He wouldn't put up with any of that shit. Yeah, he wouldn't. He would have gotten into their faces, and he would have – I mean, the spit would have been jawing from his damn mouth. But 
I do have one last thing about the Steelers game, and we can move on to the four, uh, another one o'clock game. But I want to ask you one question. No, I do not like the Pittsburgh Steelers. No. So they said in that game that if the Steelers would have lost, that would have been Mike Tomlin's very first losing season. So that means the Steelers need one more loss, and Mike Tomlin has his first ever losing season in his career. He plays the Raiders, the Ravens, and the Browns. Do you think Mike Tomlin has a winless season? Yes. I 100% agree. I think in two weeks, Lamar should be back so that I think the Ravens could beat him. I honestly think the Browns could beat him. I was going to say, I hate to say it, but I think the Browns can beat him. And, uh, you know, I honestly plead the case that the Raiders could honestly beat him too. We'll talk about the Raiders because that, that was a whole stupid shit later on in their game. Yeah. But another well, one of them. It really game. wasn't the Raiders, but it was the game. The Raiders. It was, yeah, it was just the game. But let's go ahead. If you don't have any more about the Steelers Panthers, let's get straight into the Lions Jets game. The Lions were on top 20 to 17. Oh, excuse me. Dude, Robert Sala, what were you doing in that game? <sighs> Do you see with a minute left what was going on? Yeah, it was, I don't know. You had three timeouts. Why did you not use one? Dude, wh- who was it a couple weeks ago that you were, we were talking about that didn't use timeouts? Dan Campbell. So, okay. So, I mean, why why are these teams, do they think that they get extra money back? Especially because using? that's who they were playing, the Lions. <laughs> so, uh, okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like, why? Like, do you think that... Dude, I, I don't know. It's it, – it, I don't know. It, it, the coaches really need to think think better, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, the, the reasoning of running 28 seconds off the clock and having Zach Wilson just frantically come up with a play and throwing an incompletion on it, why didn't you just call a timeout, let Wilson confer with the team a play to go with, and go from there? I don't know. I really don't know. It's sad because, I mean, as a sports broadcaster, we should kind of know a little bit, but still, I mean, I. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, there's no words for it. I mean, as a, non, a true non-coach, because I'm not a – you know, I'm not a national coach. You, Hey, honestly, at this point, I think we could be. I mean, didn't you say that uh, when they become a coach and they get fired or whatever, teams still have to pay them? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll take that job. Which they said within the last five years, with coaches and GMs being fired, the NFL has lost $800 million. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, and that's I could, just from the coaches getting paid to sit at home. I could live off of that for the rest of my life. Like Frank Wright's getting paid right now by the Colts organization, and he just sits at home all, all, all week. With his thumb up his ass. So... I mean, I'd be up for that. Right. But, all right, let's – I don't have anything else. 
for the the Lions and Jets game. No, I just wanted to complain about old old dumb Zach Wilson and Robert Sala. Yeah. Um. Again, on that, the only like I said, the last thing I really have to say is I wish they would bring Flacco in. I don't see them going anywhere with Wilson, but we'll see how far they go. See, and I don't understand why they wouldn't bring Flacco in. I mean, Flacco wasn't the greatest, but he's not going. He wasn't doing bad. I think he'll better than Zach Wilson. Anything's better than Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson has a problem with Elijah Moore. So, but if you don't have anything else, let's get into the other, the last one o'clock game that we have to talk about, which was the Chiefs. One of your favorite games again. If a damn final overtime, the score thirty to twenty-four, Chiefs on top. And let me just go ahead and get this out of get this out of my system. It was Mills screwed Houston. Mills screwed Mills. No, Mills. Yes, Mills screwed Mills. But <coughs> Mills screwed Houston. <laughs> Excuse me. Damn, it's got me jaw choked up. <laughs> Dude, I do not know how they did not destroy. The Texans. Dude, the Texans were up like that entire game. I know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, how how does – and as a quarterback, you're trained and taught to protect that ball. Don't run that ball out the way he was running out. Like, what in your bright mind tells you, oh, let's run with the ball and holding it like a Easter egg basket that I'm going to, you know. No, come on now. But yeah, I will that... say McKinnon scores the touchdown on the overtime for Kansas City. I don't know. Dude, McKinnon's tearing it up. I yeah, think McKinnon. Clyde might have lost his number one spot. Oh, I mean, Clyde definitely did. I would say when he comes back, I think he's third string. Yeah. Because even that. Pacheco's blowing up. And uh, I definitely uh, – I have McKin- Do I have McKinnon on our on our fantasy league? No, you I- have Clyde. Well, I couldn't remember. I know. I, so I have McKinnon on my other fantasy league. Say the man, Pat Cole has McKinnon. Yeah, Pat does have him. Pat is Pat going to win this week? Pat already won. All right, so it looks like all three of us, all Tim, three Pat of the Fresh and- Takes podcast, are into the, the divisional round. Divisional round. Hell yes. Which that means one of us is guaranteed to go into the championship. Well, I mean, I didn't mean you. But say, between you and I, one of us will go. And if Pat would beat Grady, we would go on to face Pat. I mean, that would be kind of really cool to have a Fresh Takes podcast uh, Super Bowl championship game there. Which it's funny because I know you weren't in our league last year. But the championship last year was Pat versus Grady. Oh, wow. So So Pat was texting me today. He was like, Grady is is the Chiefs to my Bills. And I said that I'm the Niners to your Cowboys because the Cowboys were projected to take it all last year, take it all this year. And the Niners are slowly coming back, destroying that. Yeah, um, I'm definitely. I don't. I seriously don't think I'm going to win next week. I don't know. Your team has been putting up numbers the last two weeks. Like this week, your team put up a good amount of points. 
Yeah, I'm not saying we didn't, but I, I just, dude, you're like, I don't know. We'll, we will get that into next week. Justin uh, Jefferson is questionable. So I'm just saying. He's questionable. Let's go. Oh, but never yeah, mind. He's not questionable anymore. Oh, damn it. <laughs> why Why you got to burst my bubble like that? But yeah, and, I don't have anything. And you know who, well, yeah, hold on. You know who Justin Jefferson plays next week? Uh, Hold on. Houston. The New York Giants. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I'm see. expecting, and he is, I think, 367 yards away from breaking the most yards in a season. So he's about to put up 200 against the Giants. See, here, here's what I need. I need Green, uh, not Green, but I need New York Giants to actually, see, I, don't, I really need, okay, I don't care who, I want Minnesota to win the game because I don't like the Giants. Yeah, yeah, but at the yeah. same time, I need the Giants to shut down uh, Jefferson for me. So, Giants, I love you all. Um, this is Tank. Uh, from the Fresh Takes podcast, I'm sorry for this this whole season that I have always uh, been mean to you guys. I'm truly, truly sorry. Um, I don't have my fingers crossed. Um, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, let's just I, get in the four o'clock games. I just want you to know, I need y'all to shut down Jefferson. Four o'clock games. No, why are you trying to shut me out over here? <laughs> Cardinals, Broncos, Broncos. Without Russell Wilson, Brett Rippin. Rippin? Rippin? Something like that. Rippin? I don't know. But he wins. Um, he, he was uh, 21 for 26, 197 yards, one touchdown, one interception, seven sacks, and one fumble. Is it? Is it time for the Broncos to move on from Russell Wilson? I say it is. Is. I have to say, do, but at the same time, do you think that they should move on from that? I'm again, like I said, I think they should, and I think they, they, I don't think they will though, but I think they should. Oh, I don't think they will either. But yeah, I think it's time that they just are like, yep, yeah, see ya. So, um, that's the Broncos. I really, I, I don't know why. I, I even with the pick sheets that we always do. Don't forget, you got to give me this week's picks. But yeah, I wait till um, after the Monday night game to see if anybody gets hurt. I understand. Um, I I should have gone with Broncos, but I just I don't know. I told you to. I know, but my gut feeling. Sometimes my gut feeling is good, and my gut feeling is horrible. It's like nine to ten at halftime, or something like that, and then they come back, and Colt McCoy gets hurt. So Trace McSorley comes in. Yeah, I was talking to you about that. That's actually my son's, uh, my oldest son Ben. That's his favorite player, and I don't. I, the only reason he tells me is because there's a song called out there called Trace McSorley. Yeah, but I, he didn't look good. Oh, interception! I think that he he probably should have stayed in uh, Baltimore. I right now he'd be. Uh, I think he'd be blowing it up. I don't know if he'd be blowing it up. I still think that Tyler Huntley would be playing. Yeah, I don't think Huntley would. Really? Really. I don't know. I think Huntley can back up that team. You know what else can I can back up? What? That you suck. 
Oh yeah, is that why I'm about to destroy you next week? All right, so let's get um right back into the games. <laughs> Look, we're one and one. This decides. That was gonna say. This is this is the rubber match. This is the final. Final, final one two. Yeah, who's gonna go one and two? And who's gonna go two and one? And who's going to the championship? Listen, uh, uh fresh take uh, podcast fans. Please actually comment on this. Who do you think is going to win between me and and Tim over there? And uh, you, my, whoever, my whoever, whoever you whoever you pick, the winner. Well, I don't even want to say the one. Whoever you pick, if you picked correctly, we will give you a shout out next week. Make sure you cast your votes and vote for your favorite fresh take host. Yeah, name Tank. Wink, wink. Starts with a T, ends with an M. All right. Well, again, we're going to go straight into another football game. <laughs> Let's go right into the Chargers Titans game. That was a close one. Chargers on top, seventeen to fourteen. I want to know what's up with the Chargers. What do you mean, what's up with the Chargers? The team looks awful. You can't I mean, tell me that they don't look awful. Well, they they look horrible, then they look great, and then they look horrible, then they look great, and then they look horrible again. So it's the Chargers. What else can what else can I tell you? I don't know, dude. Like they finally got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams back, and they're still not looking good. But you know, last week on prime time, they look good. Maybe that's what they just need. They need they, they need to stay on prime time games. Unlike they, they gave, you know, they gave game. fucking uh, Broncos all the primetime games earlier this season. Why couldn't they give them to the the Chargers? Well, the Chargers took over the Broncos primetime game. Yeah. So, I, I mean, Titans are looking like shit. That's why I 100% think that the Titans aren't going to make it and the Jaguars are going to steal that. Yeah, I mean, Tannehill went 15 for 22, 165 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception, and he was sacked four times, given a rating of 71.2. Which he also did get hurt in the beginning of that game. And then you had um, Justin Herbert. He was uh, 28 for 42, 313 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, sacked three uh, three different times with a rating of 68.9. So, I mean, his rating was lower than Tannehill's, but Tannehill had a lot less yards. Yeah, I don't think Herbie looked good that game. So, but, I mean, I really don't have anything else in that game. I mean, Derrick Henry looked good, as always. Do you feel Derrick Henry's the king that he used to be? No. Me either. No, I think that whole Titans team is just god awful. I think if Henry gets out of Tennessee, he'll he'll blow up. Where do you think he would be great at? Honestly, I'd hate to say this, but if you want him to be great, put him in Dallas. I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind getting rid of Zeke and taking say Zeke Zeke can like truck through some people, but I think if you Put Derrick Henry in there instead. There's no stopping him. I take him. Hashtag come to Dallas. Uh, I think another team that he would look good for. I mean, I also hate to say this one too, but he could look good for the Commanders. 
Yeah, I I could agree with that one. Um, who's who else got some good offensive line? Cincy. Wow, Cincy doesn't have a good offensive line. Never mind. Yeah, they don't have, they have. Kansas City. I was actually thinking about them, but I was like, eh, they don't really do a lot of run. They do, they do like to run, but they they're not like super hot. I think his best fit, though, if they get rid of an offensive coordinator, <laughs> Baltimore. <laughs> I don't know. J.K. Dobbins out there, man. He's yeah, he's, but Dobbins' injury, though. Yeah, I can agree with that. Say, like, he's constantly getting hurt, and he came back, and his knee still looks like it's hurting him. Excuse me. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I don't have anything else to really say about that game. You want to get right into the uh, Raiders-Patriots game? Oh, do I ever. All right. Okay. Would you rather that game or the Bengals Buccaneers? Oh no. Let's go ahead and talk about the Raiders game. All right. So the Raiders on top, thirty to twenty-four, over top of the Patriots. You texted me last night. Oh, there's going to be another overtime game. And I said which game, and then you told me it was the uh, Raiders Patriots. Then you texted me back saying, "Oh, never mind. They're not going overtime." And uh, I ended up seeing the highlight of the game. Wow. It was a whole okay. If it's it was third and ten with what like ten seconds left, eight seconds left, five seconds left, something like that. I mean, it was really low. Time management was low. Um Patriots hiked the ball, dumped it down to the running back, the running back took off a little bit, um, lateraled it barely back to I don't know who. It I was Jacoby remember. Myers. Was it okay? So it was yeah, Jacoby. It was. And Jacoby tries to pass it back to the quarterback. <laughs> and he, he ends up passing to Chandler Jones, who does not play on offense. Chandler Jones plays on defense. Chandler Jones also doesn't play for the Patriots. He plays for the Ra- Raiders. Chandler Jones takes the interception. Well, Chandler Jones also destroys that's Mac what, Jones. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say he had the <laughs> he had the harshest stiff arm yesterday on Jones and scored the winning touchdown. So Jacoby throws to the wrong Jones. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, Derek Carr had uh, had that one lob pass to Waller up the middle. Yeah, Waller's finally that. back. That was, I like that pass. Yeah, Waller's back. All right, now let me ask you a question. Okay, go ahead. The catch heard around the world. Did Keelan Cole catch that ball? Uh, I know I looked at it, and I can't remember it now all of a sudden. I don't think he caught it. All right, which pass was it again one more time? That last second, like the last minute one where he caught it in the back of the end zone, I think his foot was halfway out. I don't think he caught that ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Now when you said it that way, yeah, I remember that game. I do remember that pass, and I agree. I don't feel like he – I was going to say, I think his foot was out. I don't don't think that's a catch. Yeah, I I agree. Sorry, I was drawing blanks. But, uh, yeah, it was – I don't – I don't think he, you know, was in. Um, 
Also, I saw um, what was it? McDaniel's. There's a team that is only uh, there's a coach out there that's beaten. This is the first time somebody's beaten Belichick twice from Belichick's uh, coaching history. Like you know, uh, you know how? Okay, so what happened? It was. I want to say it was uh, Daniels. Um, yeah, because or... I think he beat him that time he coached for the Broncos, when the Broncos went six and zero and were caught cheating. Yeah, but yeah, it was. Um, it was. That's what I'm saying. I think it's him. But this is the first year that he they had. He's had one of his coaches beat him twice. Um. There was another stat I saw about Belichick, and I can't remember now. That he's bad? Oh, I mean, I, do you feel like he's a bad coach? I don't. I, I feel think like that Brady was the reason he got those Super Bowls. I don't know, man. I, I, feel I don't like... think it was Belichick, dude. I think if it was Belichick, he'd be able to make Mac Jones actually look good. They're good. I'm not – yeah, I see where you're coming from. I really do. But at the same time, I, I feel they – no, I, I feel it's a mixture Dude, of – I don't think you can argue on that. Well, I am arguing with it. And you know what? You can suck a ding-dong. <laughs> I'm telling you, that that was all Brady. That was not Belichick. That was Brady and those defenses. So if we want to go that route, then it's Matt Patricia. Technically – he didn't win all those Super Bowls. He had uh, the Tuck Rule. Let's see. He had the Deflate Gate. He Spygate. had Spygate. He had um, Adam Vinatieri kicking those field goals. Yeah, Vinatieri with the two field goals. So, I mean, but let's just, I, I'm, I mean, I'm over that game. I'm over the Patriots. I'm actually very proud of the Patriots not being in the, In the playoffs and for a very long while, now it's the Chiefs sitting in there. the last, last seed, in the uh, division. I'm tired of the Chiefs being in the in the playoffs now. Yeah, that's seven years in a row the Chiefs has now made it. Yeah, they've they've clinched. Yep. But, but let's go into probably one of my favorite games, all because of what happened with the quarterback for the one team. Let's, okay, let's get right into it. The Bengals on Bengals? top, thirty-four. Buccaneers twenty-three. So the Bengals won this game. Um, before you start talking, uh, let me get some of my thoughts out on this game. We had uh, I like how Burrow shares the the ball around. Shares the love. He does share the love. Uh, uh, let's also talk about. Uh, the Jaguars, Vikings, and Bengals is the first. This is the first time in the NFL history that three teams won, despite having been seventeen points down. Um, so, there's that history book lesson for everybody. Uh, I am super proud that Tom Brady looks like shit. I am super proud that Tom Brady looks like a non-good quarterback. I am super proud that Tom Brady. Has a losing. This is his uh, what first season in twenty three seasons that he's ever had a losing season. He doesn't have a losing season yet. 
Uh, if he loses one more game, he has uh, a losing season, which he plays the Cardinals, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Uh, so sorry. I don't think he'll have a losing season. Well, fuck me running. If Kyler Murray never got hurt, I think the Cardinals could have taken him. So, but all right, that's all I have to say, Tim. What would you like to say about this game? I would like to say that Bengals defense, thank you for looking so great against Mr. Brady. You had one drive, Brady throws an interception. The next drive, Brady gets sacked, fumbles. The next drive, Brady runs the ball, fumbles. The next drive, Brady throws an interception. Oh, it was beautiful. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) so beautiful. Uh, Mr. Uh, Thomas Brady. Uh, it was beautiful. You should have retired. Uh, I'll tell cousin. you what. Do you feel like he's hurt? There's talk now that after performing this year that he's just going to go. I mean, But I'm, I was I'm so in love with that game. I had to wear my Joe Burrow t-shirt today. Oh, yeah. You didn't, you didn't show me your shirt. Oh, Joe Burrow, LSU. Oh, that purple shirt you wore when we went up to uh, that uh, food truck day? Yeah. Okay. I also have a Joe Burrow, LSU National Championship jersey. Oh, why aren't you just a dick rider? Dude, Joe Burrow, he, he took my team to the promised land. You know who my favorite college team is? Probably some crappy team because you like a crappy NFL team. Um, actually, yes and no. I like. Hey, actually, thank you very much. My college football team won the their bowl game today. Mine plays theirs. I think thirty first. All right. Um, let me see. And you want to know who we play? Who y'all play? We play Purdue in Drew Brees' very first coaching game. Okay. So, my my favorite college team is Marshall, by the way. And Marshall gets their first bowl win since 2018 against UConn, who fell short of their comeback in the game. So, we uh, – it was 28-14. to 14. Huh. So, that's, that's my yeah, college team. I didn't know you like Marshall. And you didn't know I like Marshall? Yeah, that's my mm-hmm. favorite college team. Home State. Got to love them. Got to rep. But if you don't have anything else about this uh, Bengals uh, Buccaneers game, would you like to go into the we very can go into Sunday night? Sunday night game. Oh and my gosh! Since you say it every single time your team wins, how about them Giants? It doesn't even have a good ring with you. Together, all. blue. Shut up. <laughs> so Giants won twenty to twelve. I was really, really pissed, and I was really, really upset because. I was honestly rooting. So here's my thing. I was rooting for the Washington Commanders. And, yes, you know, if the Commanders lost, Dallas made playoffs. And, yes, we did make playoffs because you all beat them. But I was rooting for Giant, or the Giants to lose because I don't want to spend $50. You say you say you hate wasting money. I hate wasting money. I hate I hate. <laughs> I don't know why you made the bet. Because I really didn't think the Giants were going to make it to, to the playoffs this year. Okay, so we're not even going to get on that. <laughs> um, here's, here's my take from this game real quick. Um, Heineke, which we've always said needs to be the QB one forever. Not really forever because I know people die, but 
I mean, they they really need to build the team around Heineke because I feel he is their their best go route uh, go to right now. Um, and then on the other flip side, Kayvon Thibodeau. Oh, what, that it, defense he, was destructive. Isn't he uh, one of your favorite play- players? Um, I wouldn't say he's one of my favorite players. You know, he's the first. It's, he's a rookie, so like I'm learning him. Honestly, I've like listened to interviews and stuff with him. He's not really that good of a person outside of football. Oh wow! But you know, on the field, he tears it up. I mean, he did score on that strip sack. My favorite New York Giant. What's that? My favorite New York Giant is Xavier McKinney. Okay. My my favorite Dallas player, Dallas Cowboys player, actually of all time, is uh, Demarcus Ware. Well, if we're doing all-time, my favorite all-time Giant player is Victor Cruz. No, it's Corey Webster, but then really? Victor Cruz. Really? Corey Webster, LSU native. Oh, well, touche. But what do you have to say about this game? Because I know you got I know you got shit to say. Look, you know, you can call penalties. You can not call penalties. You can look back oh, at the last yes. time that we played. You can look back at the last time we played and see all the calls that were missed against us. With the Richie James delay of game that they never called, the offsides they never called, the face mask they never called, you know, all that crap. And then okay. you can go to this game and you can not call the pass interference at the end on the Giants. Yes, pass interference, I will admit. But you don't call the hands to the face to Kayvon Thibodeau, where he got poked in the eye and literally walked away back to the sideline because he thought the play was already over and he could have sacked Heineke again. You had the missed holding call on that kickoff because they literally held on to Richie James so that they could return that ball to the 40-yard line. You know, so, there's holding all over the place. There was a – I will say that I did see – I did watch the game up, I think, until the halftime. But um, there was a lot of penalties that should have been called. There was a lot of penalties that weren't called. or There were penalties that should have been called that weren't. And there was penalties that that were called that I feel like were iffy. Um, but let's go back to this one uh, you were talking about the delay of game, right? How Washington was laying on top of the Giants player or whatever. No, they tried to rip the ball out of his hands. That's what it was. Which it was a game. There was a game I was watching yesterday, and they, it happened to the same. And they the defense got penalized. Good, they need to start doing that. Um, I forget which game it was. It was a team that had a white jersey. I mean, go figure, right? <laughs> I was say, isn't that all away teams? <laughs> yeah, except for Dallas, because Dallas's home jersey is white and yeah. away jerseys are blue, which makes no fucking sense. But um, there was a game or yesterday that the defense did get delay of the game, and I forget which game it was, honestly. But I was like, hey, they're actually making a good call on that one. So the the NFL refs just all around <laughs> they're bad. Yeah. I mean, so the the offense still looks like it's having its struggles, which I Daniel Jones, I was getting a little upset with him last night. There's a lot of plays that he was just tucking the ball and letting the sack happen or th- throwing the ball. How to many the sacks did he have? I I think he got sacked four times. Because what it's showing me is 
He, Daniel Jones, he was uh, 21 for 32, 160 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, zero fumbles, and zero sacks. Oh, well, I know that he was pressured a lot, so maybe he was getting the ball out before he got sacked. But Are yeah, you sure he was getting... watching the game? Yeah, I was watching the game. Are you sure about that? Is the pregnancy brain messing with you? Look, I worked that morning, so Listen, I had been up wait. since... Give me a wink. Give me a wink if you are in trouble or in danger. <laughs> but I mean, Saquon looked good, but again, we don't have a receiver. That's our problem. Yeah. We need that number one receiver. Slayton was trying last night. Let me but tell you. They they were used to him. You want me to tell you who your number one receiver is? Our number one receiver is Richie James. No, it's not. It's Saquon. No, it's not. Who's our number one receiver? Galladay. I don't even think he was on the field once. I don't think he stepped foot on the field. But there, there's only one more thing from that game that I that I want to say about. I cracked myself up. One more thing about the game I want to say, and then we go can go spit into it that. Out. The people who are pissed off that the ref told Terry McLaurin he was on the line. If you watch the play, the ref pointed at where McLaurin needed to go. McLaurin stopped. And he asked the ref if he was good. The ref never gave him a thumbs up, never said yes, never said no, and McLaurin just turned his head away. It is not the ref's responsibility to make sure you're on the line. Correct. You are the NFL player. You are supposed to know where you're supposed to line up at. Do better. See, the people who are getting pissed with him not being on the line and the ref telling him he was on the line, ref never told him he was on the line. And McLaurin should know where to go. No, I agree with that. But that was the only other thing I had for that game. Giants on top. Giants do have a chance to make the playoffs next week. Uh, no. Who do they, who do they play next week again? They play the Vikings. Well, that's, oh, that's right, because I, I need Justin Jefferson to be shut down. So, do you know what we need to make it in? Uh, you need. Do you need – a lot or no? Yes, we need a lot. <laughs> we need to win. We need Commanders, Seahawks, and Lions all to lose. All right, so let's go Commanders. Let's go Seahawks, and let's and go Lions. I think I think Lions play Carolina. Oh, that's which, a win for the Lions. Let me see. That's a win for the Lions. The Seahawks play the Chiefs, which I think the Chiefs will win. And then the commanders have the 49ers. You need, all, you, need, you need all of them to lose, right? Yes. All right, so, yeah, you're not getting in next. But we also need to win. Uh, but what's the good? commanders are facing the Niners. The Seahawks play the Chiefs. So, I think those two teams lose. I think it's going to be down to us in Detroit making it in. Again, where I said Lions, I feel they're going to be able to sweep into the playoffs or the NFC side. Yeah, I don't think Seahawks and Commanders are making it. Unless the uh, the Seahawks learn to turn things around. Right. But, I mean, that's all I got left. All right. Well, if that's if that's the case, let's, uh, let's get right into it and let's bring Pat in. Let's go ahead and take it down to Pat for Pat's perfect picks and perks. Take it away, Pat.
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, Pat could not make it again this week, so once again, he sent me his picks for me to say, and I will give you my picks then, and then we'll go and we'll ask Tank about his picks. But Pat chose Jaguars over the Jets, Bills over the Bears, Saints over Cleveland, Titans over the Texans, the Chiefs over the Seahawks, the Giants over the Vikings. Pat actually believes the Giants could do it. The Bengals over the Patriots, the Lions over the Panthers. Ravens over Falcons, the Niners over the Commanders, Cowboys on top of the Eagles, Raiders over the Steelers, Dolphins over Packers, Browns against over the Rams, the Buccaneers over the Cardinals, and on Monday night he has the Chargers on top of the Colts. Now me, I have Jaguars over the Jets, Buffalo over Chicago, New Orleans over Cleveland, Tennessee over Houston, Kansas City over Seattle. I don't believe my Giants can do it, so I have Minnesota over the Giants, Cincinnati over New England, Detroit over Carolina, the Ravens over Atlanta, San Fran over Washington, I also said Dallas would beat the Eagles, Pittsburgh over Las Vegas, the Miami Dolphins over Green Bay, Denver over the Rams, Tampa over Arizona, and I said that the Chargers also would beat the Colts in Monday night. And my perk for the week... I'm going to have to go with Adam Thielen. I think the Giants are going to study all week to cover Justin Jefferson, so it's going to leave Adam Thielen open basically most of the game. Or you could go with Dallas Goddard, who's making his return back to Philly this week after he's been on IR. What do you think, Tank? Well, thank you for asking me, Tim. Uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and get into it. We're going to have Jacksonville over New York Jets. We're going to have the Buffalo Bills over Chicago Bears, Cleveland over New Orleans Saints. We're going to have Tennessee over Houston. Kansas City over Seattle. Uh, let's go Minnesota over the New York Giants because, of course, you know, I need them to beat the Giants but also need a sh them to shut down Jefferson. Uh, let's see. Cincinnati over New England. Detroit over Carolina. Baltimore over Atlanta. San Francisco over Washington. Unfortunately, Philadelphia over Dallas. Las Vegas over Pittsburgh. Miami over Green Bay. Los Angeles Rams over Denver Broncos, Tampa Bay Buccaneers over Arizona Cardinals, and the L.A. Chargers over Indianapolis Colts. Um, for somebody to watch out for this week, I really, really don't know who you should honestly watch out for. Um, but let's see how the Dallas defense can hold the Philadelphia offense with Hurts and uh, Brown and Smith, let's just see how the Dallas Cowboys can really hold up against them. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the game this week. Tank, are you sure you're ready? I mean, I'll be as ready as I can ever be, but I already know your uh, trivia next week. Okay. Well, I honestly don't remember what the score is, so I'll have to tally that up. <laughs> I know that I'm I'm ahead of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here, he, he, actually, you know what? I want to go ahead and give you your hint for um, next week's quiz. Oh, yeah? Yes. I'll be nice and I'll go ahead and give you the – all I'm going to tell you is team's records. Oh, God. This is where you're going to get your comeback. Well, good luck. Well, I'll tell you this, sir. Your quiz. Do you do you watch the drafts? 
uh, like first round, and that's it. Well, that's good because your draft, your quiz is all the number one overall draft picks for like just my team or all all for all. all. Who was oh my the gosh. number one pick in twenty twenty? Um. 2020. Shoot. Do you need? Your- oh, okay. No, no. Yes, no. Yes. 2020. That was that was COVID season. That was uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Shiesty. That is correct. That was the first year that Roger Goodell did it from his basement. Yeah, that's why I, I, I had to think. I had to play it through my head. All right. All right. Now. 2009. 2009. Oh Who my was gosh. the first that, overall draft pick? Oh, that was um Wasn't that the I'm pretty sure that's the year Detroit went 0 and 16, got the first draft pick, and they took Matthew Stafford. Damn, you're correct. Okay, so I'm Well, here, this is going back to probably like your prime years, 2004. Oh, that that's easy. That one truly, truly is easy because that was when, um, oh, can't think of his name all of a sudden from the chargers got drafted and Eli Manning got drafted and they're like, Oh no, we don't want, we don't want to play for them. So they got traded and it was Eli Manning. You say the number one draft pick was Eli Manning. Yes. Correct. Three for three. All right. Now we're going to, we might get a little trickier for you now. All right. 2012. Oh, 2012, 2012, 2012. Do you have choices on that one? I do have choices. You want to hear them? Yes, please. Was it A, Andrew Luck, B, Luke Keekley, or C, RG3? Well, I know both RG3 and Luke Keekley were not number one draft picks. Are you sure so... about that? Are you sure? Yes, I am. I'm, I'm almost. Yes, I'm positive. So it's going to be Andrew Luck. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah, correct. RG three was the second pick. So I knew. Right. I, see, I'm getting there. And I think Keekley was seven. But I remember where Keekley was. You ready? Yep. Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. That was. Was that golf or was that Winston that year? Uh, uh, what's your choices? <laughs> well, since you said that, that's gonna this is gonna narrow it down for you. Was okay. it A. Marcus Mariota, B. Jameis Winston, or C. Todd Gurley? <laughs> okay, so that definitely helped me. It was uh, Jameis Winston. Yeah, because I don't think golf was in that one. No, nah, I can't. It was either golf was either before or after. I think golf was the year after. Okay, because I think it was golf and Carson Wentz were went one and two. I can't remember that year. 
now. So you're five and five. Now, 2013. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're gonna have to give me one choices on that one. Was it A, Cordero Patterson, B, Eric Fisher, or C, DeAndre Hopkins? All right, give me the names one more time. A, Cordero Patterson. Okay. B, Eric Fisher. Okay. Or C, DeAndre Hopkins. Well, I can tell you it wasn't Patterson. So it's either Fisher or what was the last one? I'm sorry. DeAndre Hopkins. Was Hopkins even a first round? No. No. Wasn't Hopkins, so it has to be Fisher. Hopkins was a first round pick. Was he? All of the people that I've given you all were in the first round. Okay, I mean, like, I'm talking about first overall because that's what we're going with. Are you sure? Yeah, let's go with Fisher. Correct. That was the year that four tackles went – three tackles went in the top four. That's right. That's right. Because it went Eric Fisher, Luke Jokel, and Lane Johnson. Hopkins won 27 that year. Okay, question for you. Hmm. Do you watch the NFL draft after rounds one? I normally watch one, two, and half of three. One, two, and half of three. All right. But I didn't start, like, getting cable until, like, two, three years ago. So I watched the 2019 draft, and then I've watched since then. All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll play around with it and maybe, maybe get you a quiz off of that one. I mean, if you give me first rounders, I can I could probably do some of them. All right, sounds good. But ladies and gentlemen, we here at the Fresh Takes Podcast want to thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I want to say thank you for, from your bottom of my heart because I know it was boring last week to just listen to nothing but Tim. Yeah, I know. Gosh, that was terrible. Hold on, hold on, time out real quick. Actually, do you know that you brought up a stat to me? I do know I brought up a stat to you. Do you want to bring that stat up to the fans? So, everybody here who listens in knows that Tank hates overtime games. Well, the both times that I've had to record by myself, there were no overtime games. They just hate me. They know they hate that I hate the overtime game, so they make sure they purposely that they do it, and the NFL is rigged. But do you want to know another thing, Tank? Oh my gosh, what's that? Our most listened to episode was when I did it by myself in week three. Well, that's because you know people are just starting to you know get behind you, and we felt bad for you. And don't lie, you know you had your fan, uh, your family and friends bump up the listening. I don't I- think my family actually listens. Don't worry, I don't think my family I say, I ask my brother all the time if he's listening, and he's like, I always am meaning to, but I just never get to it. Which which brother is it? Joe. Ryan doesn't give a crap. Oh, Baker looks like he fumbled. but uh, And I think I have, like, two friends that listen that I know of. I don't know who listens from my area besides me. Um, Like, I know I put it out there, but... 
it is what it is. If people don't want to listen, people don't want to listen, but I do put it out there. But again, from my heart, I want to say I'm sorry that you had to listen to Tim, uh, Tim ramble on with his damn mouth. <laughs> Tim, just know I do love you. Uh, I am back. I'm a little better. I'm, you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm still a little stuffy, but I am back. I'm better. And uh, we're getting close to the end of 2022. And we're about to hit 2023 with a bang because there are new things coming for the Fresh Takes podcast. And don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Um, I don't think that's any, I think we can't really f- branch out anywhere else unless well, we start our own I mean, social media. I'm saying we did say. 2023 we will be branching out to youtube oh yeah that is right so youtube will will be there so we will be getting face cams you can still listen through the podcast but the videos will also be on youtube if you would like to see and interact with us on youtube and there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of things that we do on youtube that you will get visuals of we'll put pictures up we'll put stats up and who knows, maybe we'll even do uh, some quizzes and I'll record the quizzes and you'll see them with us. And you never know. Like I said, you can always comment on things and you might get your name put in the hat to be shout out. Again, we always ask for f- fans feedback. So don't don't be scared to talk to us. We don't bite. Yes, sir. But I do want to say before we end this episode. Merry Christmas to you and your families, as next week we'll be recording the day after Christmas. Yeah, we will. So Merry Christmas. Um, I can't say Happy New Year because it'll be next week when we talk. I and say, we'll, we'll talk. have another week before then. Yeah, right. But Merry Christmas from my family, from Tank's family to yours, including yours, Tim, and Pat. And Merry Christmas from the Fresh Takes family. So our small little um, three person family. Hey, you never know. We'll, we'll, we'll be growing sometime. Yeah, we'll be branching out. Other than that, I'm going to go ahead and sign off as Tank. If you don't have anything else, uh, much love, guys, and see you next week. And this was the Fresh Takes Podcast. Peace. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Fresh Takes Podcast. Episodes out every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time.